Am I gonna have music? Like, yeah, not now, but like after. Okay, cool. All right. Tell me about all the Daniels that you know. All Daniels are shady. I'm just gonna say it right now, funny. So. There's this is one Daniel. He's really, really sneaky. Like, he, he's a cool kid. I'm, I'm sure he's like, he's he's extremely down to earth and everything. But the boy's sneaky. Yeah, that's that Daniel. And the last Daniel I know, uh, he's a hustler. Like, he's 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 the most mature Daniel. Like, he's married and everything. He's he's hands down a hustler, businessman. Um, he goes hard and he loves his wife. So I really Aww. look up to him. But yeah, that's cute. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? My name is Richard, and we're going to be talking about Daniel and the Den, and the Lion's Den. <laughs> yeah, yo. <laughs> <It's> re- <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Richard, and we're going to be talking about Daniel and the Lion's Den. Yep, I like it. I think that's the one. Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Richard, and we're going to be talking about Daniel and the Lion's Den. Alright, so one day we have King Belshazzar and he's out here turning up with him and a thousand of his close friends. You know, they're they're on Instagram Live, Facebook Live, turning up to some Drake, you know, and he's like, yo, let's take it to the next level. Go and get the cups from the temple, the gold ones. Yeah, those ones right there. They bring them. They're about to make a toast like whoop, 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 whoop. And what ends up happening is they see a hand come through right on the wall and they don't understand what's going on on the wall. The king just collapses. The guy, the guy just goes out of control. Like he changes color. Like his, his, he's, he's, he's in such shock. His knees knock. Like I've never seen that happen. But if I, if I saw that happen, I'd be scared too. And he's like, yo, I need an answer right now. So he offers like the third position in the whole kingdom. And he's like, yo, someone give me an answer right now. I'll crown you. I'll give you a little purple robe. I don't know why it had to be purple, but it was purple. And he's like, I'll give you third position in the whole nation. So everybody's trying to figure it out. He got his whole posse, the enchanters, the scientists, the the, the prophets, the whatever you want to call them. They're all there trying to figure out what it's saying and he's not he they're not they can't figure it out so next thing you know wifey come through you know wifey always come through with an answer so wifey come through with an answer and she's like yo back in the day there was this this young dude that like used to help out your dad and he used to like give him answers to his dreams and everything so try him out you never know and in enters daniel so here we are the king pulls out his iphone x and he's like yo Daniel, I need your help. Like, I'll give you anything. I'll give you riches. I'll give you, I'll give you position. I'll give you my purple robe. Like, fam, like, it's, we only make one. You know what I mean? And Daniel's like, keep all your stuff, but I'll help out because, you know, I got you. It's, I'm part of the kingdom. So he comes through and he reads the words on the wall and they read, Mene Tekel Parson. Mene, which means God has numbered the days of your reign. Tekel, You've been weighed and found wanting. And Parsons, your kingdom has been divided. So next thing you know, the king gets bodied. And then Daniel receives everything the king promised. And in comes King Darius. Okay, (laughs) cool. So now Daniel's number three. Technically, he's number two because the king got bodied, like we said before. So here we are. And 
King Darius, he's more strategic. You feel me, Darius? Like he he got he got he got a little more planning un- under him. He he didn't want to mess up like um, the previous kings. So what he did is he put something in in in, um, in place called a satrap, which he should have known it. It was a trap from the beginning, but. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into that. So they they were called satraps, right? And satraps were supposed to look over his kingdom, and then the people that the satraps reported to is the three presidents, and one of them was Daniel, which is amazing if you ask me, because he was just a he was a Hebrew boy. But anyway, moving forward, um, the satraps working under Daniel really didn't like him because Daniel had an excellent spirit, like the Bible says, like. Um, they were plotting against Daniel. So they came together and they were like, yo, if we're going to get him, it's going to have to do with the God that he serves. Point blank period. So they came up with this little contract that they would present to the king. They go to the king and they're like, yo, king, we propose that for the next 30 days, no one prays or petitions to their God except for you. Because you're you and yourself, you're a God. You're the man in, in, in you're the man with the plan. Bam. So with that being said, he was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I am the man. So here we are. The petition is passed. Everybody in the land knows like you're not to pray for the next 30 days to anyone else but the king. But, you know, Daniel a little stubborn. So he was like, yo, I still need to pray to my God three times a day. Like I started from the bottom. Now I'm here because of him. So I have to like keep to it. So next thing you know, three times a day, he's praying, three times a day, he's praying. And boom, the satraps come out of nowhere. They're like, we got him. Boom. So they go to the king and they were like, yo, king, I thought you was the king of all kings. King's like, what you mean? Like, they were like, your boy Daniel's out here praying three times a day, not even once or twice, like three times a day. So what ends up happening is the king is a little confounded because he's like, yo, like, like, damn, that's, that's, that's Daniel. That's like, that's my boy. But he's out here not following commands. And I got to I got to still be king at the end of the day. So he grabs Daniel. He's like, Daniel, you know, you're my boy, but I'm going to have to throw you in the lion's den. And I hope that your God backs you up because you disobeyed my commandment. So here we are on the third day. You know, the King, king Darius is is hoping that God did it again. You know, he turned it. Da-na, 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 he turned it. So anyway, so we keep going. This dude is running through the halls like Daniel, 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 Daniel. Next thing you know, he opens the lines then and boom, he's like, Daniel, you still there? You good? Did they eat you? And then next thing you know, you hear Daniel. He's like, Daniel, yeah, yeah, King, I'm good. I'm good. Everything fine. Like God held it down for me. He knew I didn't do anything against you or him so he he sent angels for the lions to you know keep them down and keep them on their corner while i stay on my corner and it was good yeah yeah we good so next thing you know the king is like oh so your god found you just huh and he's like he's nodding his head with a little smirk turns to the sack traps and he's like all right let's see if your god does the same thing for you so he orders that all the satraps, all the people conspiring, get thrown in the lines then. Boom. And it didn't even take like five minutes. Like, <laughs> those lines were going in on them. You heard some screaming. Not that it's a nice thing, but hey, it is what it is. You get what you get. Anyway, the king looks at Daniel. He's like, yo, you look good. They even touch you? He's like, nah, man, I told you my God is real. And he's like, yo, you're right. Your God is real. And because he's so real, he's not just your God, but he's my God and the whole nation's God. And yeah, that's the story of Daniel and the lion's den. All right, 
Richard. Well, thank you for your rendition of that story. <laughs> so, um, if there's anything that the listener should learn from this story, what do you think it should be? Um, that you can go further with the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I found it interesting that the land has so many Babylonians there, so many Chaldeans there, so many different people there. However, Daniel, the slave, like the the small Hebrew slave, was the one chosen to to stand as third in command in uh, the initial or the second king's um, reign and stand as a third one of the three presidents in Darius's reign. I just found it interesting and every single time I, I like the fact that he never gave the credit to himself. He 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 always gave it to God. And I think it's so essential that, you know, wherever we are, regardless of whether we're in, in a place of our bondage or a place of our increase, like that we always allow God to to be by our sides and to go ahead of us. Hmm. Do you feel like there are any qualities of Daniel's that you share? Well, Daniel was a thug, so uh, <laughs> I feel like me too. Like, I'm, uh, no, I'm just joking. I'm joking. I, I think Daniel's a persistent person. You know what I mean? And and he was a man that believed in the power of his God, and he relied heavily on that. Like I. Even though he was smart and all of that, he relied most on the fact that, like, you know, his God reigns. And I think for me and my life and my life story, that's that's the constant thing. Like, I always rely on God because regardless of how good I am at one thing or another, I know God makes the difference. So that's what I ride by. Is there anything in Daniel's character that you feel like you lack? <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> Nah, I, I think I think I'm pretty awesome. Just like no, okay. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, it talked about how he was like a student, like he he was like really, really, really on top of his game, and like he never compromised. And to be honest, like I'm not a compromised man. However, like there are moments where like I just don't feel like doing something, and I won't do it. But it it seems like. Daniel was way, 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 way more focused than a lot of us in this age, including mm. myself. So, yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Any final words? Um, God is the sauce. Hey. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he's the oil that makes everybody drip. And it doesn't matter where you are, as long as you, you walk with God and as long as you give him his glory, he'll always elevate you. You know what I mean? Like he, he won a whole nation like Babylon to himself through the service of one, his children. You know what I mean? So mm. God is a sauce. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening in. Remember, God is a sauce. God is a sauce. I'm telling you. <laughs> and join us next time for whatever story we have next for you.